Hey there, welcome to Claim Your Freedom. I am your host, Aziza Alawi. If you are listening, it means you led yourself to open up to a new you and transform without limitations. Your time has come to let that spiritual mindset grow and guide you to your ultimate freedom. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 15 of Claim Your Freedom. I am your host, Aziza Alawi. Today we're talking about compassion fatigue. What is compassion fatigue and are you struggling with it? Compassion fatigue can stop you from living your purpose. Do you know that? If you are a health professional or an entrepreneur, a health service provider, It means you provide care, support, and protection to your customers and patients. You worry maybe today that another pandemic year has started and you're still struggling with signs of compassion fatigue. What is compassion fatigue? It's a kind of chronic stress that you can experience during everyday work. It's related to feeling helpless, powerless in the face of patients' suffering or customers' suffering traumas and also it's the solicitation for the long working hours. It's time demanding. And the symptoms can range from chronic stress to anxiety, overwhelm and exhaustion. And in addition to that, it can reduce feelings of empathy and sensitivity, which you are doing and you need at work. And it allows an exaggerated detachment and emotional disconnection. It triggers that and health professionals don't want it. They want to be empaths. They want to be sensitive without taking on the emotional load of feelings from their customers and patients. So actually, it is a state of physical and mental exhaustion that is caused by a depleted ability to cope with one's everyday environment. It is related to your work. It is exactly happening because of the way you are working and the stress that is caused by your environment. What is happening? You're repeatedly hearing, seeing and and witnessing pain and suffering around you. You feel that other people's trauma becomes too much for you to handle without losing yourself. You are so overwhelmed that you don't enjoy activities with family and friends. You almost isolate yourself. You could lose interest in what you used to enjoy and love to do. What happens is the opposite effect of what you want. It makes you feel detached and emotionally disconnected. It can bring also conflicts at work, with with colleagues, in personal relationships also, and, and it makes you feel more anxious and angry, a lot of irritability. And then the result, you neglect your self-care, you neglect yourself, and you generate physical symptoms like sometimes headaches, body tension, and maybe you lose sleep, some insomnia. So what can you do about it? I would say stand up for yourself because if you're doing this work, if you are a health professional, it's because you love it. It's your mission. It's your purpose in life. And this can take it away from you. So go for it. Take the time to step up and say, no, I don't want this anymore. You have what it takes to stop feeling caught up in your client's stories. You don't have to take on other people's trauma to prove that you care. 
Of course you do. Of course you care because that's your job to help them feel better, have a better quality of life. Is there suffering? All that comes with your work. You are an empath who forgets to distance yourself emotionally from your client's stories because you need to connect to your inner guidance and find balance. Balance is about knowing the kind of work you have to deal with, the kind of emotions, and at the same time, keep the connection with your inner self so you don't drown in those emotions. You don't take them on. And I I can tell you, I can tell you that I do understand you. I've been there. I know exactly what you're going through. Trust me. I am a coach now, but I am a pharmacist too. I'll be a pharmacist all my life. So as a pharmacist, I used to own two pharmacy businesses. And I, I dealt with a lot of suffering through my clients' stories. I thought I had to emotionally involve myself by being present and giving a good service, helping them with their medicines and managing their health. But why emotionally involve myself? I didn't know. I just thought that's how it goes. I didn't even pay attention. I didn't stop. I didn't take a pause to understand what was happening to me. Each time one of my customers was profoundly ill and suffered from an incurable disease, I would feel like it was happening to me. I would start worrying and carry all the negative emotions at home. I spent too many hours at work. That wasn't helping me because there was a pharmacist shortage at the time. And I had to work and deliver a conscious service. I had to be alert, stay alert all day, not to make mistakes. You know, I'm delivering medicines to my clients. I can't make mistakes. I can't give one medicine instead of another. I had to be really alert and fully present also for them because they needed care and a lot of attention. Well, you do understand now, the stress started building, bringing overwhelm and anxiety until I couldn't stand my work anymore. Wow, finally I felt so numb and completely detached. Enough is enough. The business I always dreamt of became my source of pain and unhappiness. And that pain became so strong until it stopped me from enjoying my life with family and friends. I developed a strange migraine and my body broke. I really had to find an urgent solution, a very urgent solution, because it was almost a question of life and death. And the only solution, the only one that occurred to me was to sell my business and move on. I don't want that for you. Because I know that compassion fatigue can stop you from doing what you love the most. Your work, your job, you know, your business. And I don't think you want that, do you? Your work is essential to you. It's your mission and purpose in life. So how could you let go of it so quickly? You can't. So don't put yourself in that situation You are stronger than that. You can create an environment that makes you happy and fulfilled, where you enjoy the freedom to do what you love without burning out. And you know, compassion fatigue is a burnout that you add to a secondary trauma. Why secondary trauma? It's because your trauma is not coming from something you are experiencing directly. 
but it's coming from your customers, your patients' experience. You see that suffering, you feel helpless. So what can you do? What you can do is talk to yourself, have a self-talk, connect, connect to your inner guidance, to your inner self. Keep that freedom you need to enjoy your life. Work is part of it. It is not all of it. And yes, of course, it's not any kind of work. And, and now with the pandemic, these last two years, it's a lot more suffering that you see. It's a lot of work. People are getting sick. So co-workers, colleagues are getting sick and, and, and you're loaded, overloaded actually with work. But there are solutions. And that's why I say you have to stand up for yourself. And why is it crucial? Why is pausing crucial for your happiness, for your health, your mental health? Because nobody will do it for you, only you. You know, you keep going to work, you keep giving and giving and giving and, and, and stressing yourself and, and overwhelming yourself and, and doing more hours and being sick with it. Nobody will help you, only you. Because you're the only one who knows what's happening within, what's happening inside of you and how you feel. Don't let the fatigue, that compassion fatigue become your life. Don't let it control you because you can control it. You can avoid it. And when you learn how to manage compassion fatigue, you free yourself to be fully engaged in your work. Can you imagine what is it you want to do? You want to work and you want to do your work the right way. You want to be happy. You want to be engaged. You want to make others feel better. But if you, you feel bad and sick and tired and exhausted, you can't help them. You really can't help them. So it has to start with you. And when you manage the way you work and you avoid compassion fatigue, you are more energetic. You feel accomplished at the end of each day. And you go home with an open heart and a lot of joy to share with family, with friends. You make connections. You can go home and find the time to do activities with your kids. Maybe go to a movie, cook, go to the gym, or just relax. Have a hot bath, listen to the music or meditate. Anything that will relax you. So next day, when you go back to work, you're not dragging yourself from bed. You are not waking up and thinking about what happened yesterday. Oh my God, Mr. X and Mrs. Z and Y. Oh God, how much they're suffering. What can I do for them? I can't do much for them. And all the work that I'm going to today, I can't even have time to eat. I, I don't think I'll have time to have lunch. And I already feel exhausted I am just waking up and I already feel exhausted. And these thoughts start running into your head and bring in more overwhelm and stress. No, you need to create a balance between work and home. And it's possible to do the switch. Because what you have to start by doing is when you wake up, Mm -mm. You don't remember yesterday. And I talked about that in other episodes. It's very important. It's crucial. It's essential for you, for your sanity, that you don't remember what happened yesterday. Because when you wake up in the morning, you need to create a new day in the present moment. You need to tell yourself, I am so grateful. I am alive. 
I work in an environment with people die and suffer and, and I am alive and I am healthy. So remember what is good in your life and be grateful. So when you wake up in the morning and you connect to positive thinking, you create your own thinking. You can just think today I am going to be strong, have a lot of energy, be happy because I am using my skills and I am helping others survive and I am helping others have a better life. I am caring for other people. I am doing good. Connect to that. Connect to it. It's very important. And bring it with you to work. Bring it with you. Make it your self-talk. You don't have to put yourself down by taking on too much too many negative emotions. They're not yours. They're not yours. Just acknowledge them though. Recognize that they are there and let them go. Let them be. I I mean, you don't need them. They don't serve you. Raise your energy by connecting yourself to great emotions, the emotion of gratitude. Pause even for two minutes. You are running. You are working hard. Stop two minutes. Go I mean, like put your back against the wall and stand there and close your eyes if, if there is no other way. And just breathe, breathe, reconnect to your inner self. Go get that energy. You need it. Raise your vibrations. Instead of focusing on what is you are seeing, the suffering you are seeing, focus on, oh my God, I can ease their pain. I can help them feel better. I can talk to them. I can be nice to them. I can give them some attention so they feel good. They know somebody cares. Focus on that. That is balance. Because it's important. At the end of the day, you go back home, you'll feel good and you'll find time and you'll have pleasure in joining your kids' activities because you serve your clients in a positive way. You give them hope and attention without getting involved emotionally. But you will have to deal with emotions. But do it with more control and self-awareness. You need to be aware. You need to raise your awareness about how you feel, about the situation, about your environment. You are not your environment. You are you and your environment is something, something else. So your well-being is essential for you to live happily and fulfilled in all areas of life. And that needs you to raise consciousness around what you experience within. Connect. When you pause, you connect. And what you need is a mentor to guide you in this journey, to mastering your inner self and managing daily stress and overwhelm at work. Not only by giving you insights, by giving you information. No, but by supporting you and helping you unlock your potential and come out the other side strong and free from any external pressure so that you can enjoy and love your work to create compassion and satisfaction instead. You can be compassionate but satisfied instead of fatigued and and stressed. Why satisfied? Because you are doing what you love and you are doing it in a way that brings you happiness. You need a mentor. Why? Because a mentor can empower you to grow a positive mindset, use your skills to treat customers, get some pleasure from it and contribute to the great good of society. If you have these feelings, if you feel like this, oh my God, he's 
just gonna bust compassion fatigue. The life you want for yourself and those close to you is your birthright and is possible for you to reach and make yours. Yes, it is. Hear me. So, are you ready to dig deeper, to master your inner self, overcome all the stress generated at work and create soul-aligned success in 2022? Well, let's connect. Feel free to connect with me. Act now. You have a link in the comments that you could use to have a conversation, to ask questions, just to know that something else exists. If you stayed until the end of this episode, it means you are ready and willing to claim your freedom. And I am truly happy for you. If you want also to have more of Aziza's Claim Your Freedom, tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Your thoughts and feelings about this episode are meaningful to me, so I genuinely welcome you to leave an honest review. And if you want to, you can follow me on social media at Aziza Alawi. If you wish to connect with like-minded people, join my group of ambitious spiritual leaders. The information will be in the comment section. See you next week.